Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And I'm Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. You just can't, you can't between you make it a sentence. <laughs> That's, you know, it's so, a sentence. <laughs> yes and, it is difficult to finish a sentence that somebody else starts. <laughs> I guess if, you, if your fingers are in your ears, then maybe yes. Um. Here, here's, here's a test. I'm under the weather. I'm Jake. Here I am, Riff. <laughs> I'm it's, Jake. It's, this is Riff. See that works if you put a comma. <laughs> Me, Jake. <laughs> you, Riff. Wait. Uh, Riff, you, you you use too many commas. No, that's not. No, that's true. me that uses too many commas. No, Riff also uses too many commas. Oh, does he? Yeah. No, then all that my, means all my that commas are highly necessary. Every one of them. They're not. Wow. The every Skype uh, one of them. Signal degradation is making you sound drunk, Riff. <laughs> well, like a drunk <laughs> robot, kind of. Um, guys, we did KOLCon. Oh God, it was we so did do that. exhausting. Yeah, it was really. Uh, it was really grueling. Um, it went. It went well. I think it yeah. did. It was. It was uh, slightly less well attended than previous years. Um, Which honestly was, in from my point of view, was kind of fine because it felt more intimate. We actually had more space because of the addition of the like basement. So yeah, it, I think like, it seemed even more spread out than it it was at a lot of times because so many people were downstairs playing two rooms in a boom all the time. Yeah, two rooms in a boom is good. Uh, two rooms are good. Come on. A boom. A boom is good. <laughs> we had Comma. three wizards, all of whom were really good. Were they wizards? They were wizards. I mean, they were magicians. Whoa, whoa. Now you're all defining what magic is. Well, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. That, see, here's my thing. Yeah. I don't think that Penn and Teller are wizards. Yeah. Uh, I kind of... Well... Is that only because they explain how their spells work? Well, I don't think David Copperfield is a wizard. Oh, come on now. You've seen what he wears. He doesn't I, have a he beard. He has a suit. Yeah, that's true. It's true. One of these guys had a beard. So maybe there was one, like, partial wizard. Yeah. Hmm. There Like, some impressive magics got done. You still probably have a coin somewhere in your I body. I do. It's <laughs> stuck in me somewhere. I, he put four coins in my hand, and then he had me open my hand later, and there were only three in there. And man, oh. man, I didn't notice anything. And he, they were in a room full of, like, skeptical dorks. Yep. I got to see, like, because it's it's all, like, close-up magic and stuff like that, you occasionally see things from an off angle, and you're like, oh, okay. I see how that's being done, which is he, neat. One of the guys had a weird piece of tape behind his ear. I don't know what that was all about. Huh. Okay. The stuff where it looks like somebody is just fucking floating, like levitating something. Like, I'm I'm sure that's some sort of crazy invisible thread or whatever. Or a but Bernoulli. It is. It is kind of amazing. Like, because he puts his hands all the way around it. So it seems like there's nothing there. Like, yeah. I didn't see anybody levitating anything. Yeah. That was the, that was the sort of finale trick for Teller does a, the main guy. does a routine levitating a ball and they straight up open it with Penn saying, this is a trick done with thread because just the, the way that he can, that Teller can manipulate the object is so impressive. Even if you already know that, that it's done with string mm -hmm. it's it still is interesting to watch which is one of the things i like about pen and teller yeah 
They're still not wizards. <clears throat> the 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 dexterity, the manual dexterity that they all have is kind of amazing. Uh, do we want to talk about the future? I don't know. Do we want to bother? I mean, I feel like if we're going to talk about Khan, we got to talk about Khan while Khan is fresh in our minds. Um, yeah. I think that we have more or less decided. I had kind of decided this already, and uh, I think you, Hot Stuff, came around to my way of thinking after after seeing how this went. I think we're not going to do KOLCon anymore. Well, we're not going to do KOLCon 13. We're not going to do KOLCon next year. We're going to skip 13, and then when it comes back, if it comes back, you'll be a grown woman. I think... <laughs> Abigail, Bell of Kilronan. I think that uh, will give us the time to decide what, if anything, we want to do yeah. with it I, You know, I think it will turn into something more expensive, smaller, and in San Francisco is what's going to happen. There are just... A, there are a lot or, of... Or outside of San Francisco. There are a lot of reasons, and I, I think that any one of them independently is maybe sufficient, but all of them collectively are definitely sufficient. Really, the main thing is that I don't know why I had this sense like it just wasn't like it was going to be diminished this year. And it huh. was. And I don't think that that's because I'm a magic wizard. I think I, it was just a coincidence. I'm a pessimist all the time. You are a pessimist I just, you know, all the time. I think that if the population of KOLCon was reduced next year by the amount that it was reduced this year, it would start to get sad and I would much rather end on a high note. In in the same venue. I think we would have to change yeah. venues. Because it was it was fun and I don't want to have to stop doing it because it gets pathetic. Right? And so the other thing, so that's that's one reason. Run just wanting it to go out on a high note. Another reason is there's basically very little infrastructure in Arizona that anymore. is definitely Manpower an issue. Ones, right? And we don't want to spend more time there. Like, it wasn't, like, really fun to go back to Arizona for this. In the way that it will be fun to go back to Arizona for Christmas, for instance. Because we don't just have a million fucking things to do. We're not learning anything by putting it on anymore. You know? It's just, hmm. like we've gotten a routine down and we do it and we've got the relationships with all of the people that we need to have to make it happen. But there's nothing like there's no real interesting challenges to it anymore. Does that, is that, do you think that's a necessary condition for it to exist? No, I think it, I, I just think it was a bonus in the past. And it is a thing that like say Zapcon does have, because with that, we are still learning stuff. We are, you know, it's, it's, growing and we're having to do stuff that we haven't done in the past and we're having to like come up with ways to change it over time because it's like you know a new thing as opposed to a thing with just a tremendous amount of you know I guess it's momentum not inertia but um it made some money but not enough to justify the like you know eight man weeks of company time that it cost us I'm trying to think of like how much time I actually spent on it. Yeah. But it just crushed you. Sure. But it's, I mean, that's just cause I was just doing it more or less by myself. Right. Like, right. But it like, it took up a bunch of all of our time, not being in a place where we can work really. Right. That's true. It's just, if I didn't always just get sick right yeah, around con, that would problem, also freaking you, help. But you, you do, buddy. I'm, I'm concerned about, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just con season, right? So it's like, there's always stuff going around and people are vectors for all kinds of 
grossness. That's true. And you are, you have the immune system of a, a Petri dish. <laughs> What's something that has a bad immune system? Yeah, I think agar gel is probably. Bubble boy. Probably good. Okay. Agar? Yeah. Agar? How do you pronounce that? I don't know. Agar? When is a Petri dish not a Petri dish? When it's agar. When it's agar. Agar the orable. Guys, there's a joke in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> If we, just, if we just leave it in there yeah, just and leave come back it, tomorrow. Leave it out and maybe the joke will grow. There you go. You found it. You guys. <laughs> ah, I knew you'd come through. <laughs> now only if we could finish a sentence. So yeah, that's the that's the truth about KOLCon. I think the, the, the merch the merch table was basically a waste of time other than the other than the con items, you know, and we should yeah. have anticipated that. We should have just not bothered, you know. This is a bunch of work for my mom and Janet and a bunch of work for me. It was like the only part where I actually had to do any work and I was grouchy about it. I wasn't really grouchy about it. Casino night was fun. We could do that anywhere. We could just yeah. go to Vegas. We could just say, hey, everybody at KOL Con, instead just go to this casino in Vegas and gamble with real money. <laughs> we won't be there, but maybe you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We you know, KOL people could also come code. to ZapCon. We could put some nominal kol programming at zapcon we could hide kol themed things around oh we could a little mini scavenger hunt yeah we could put a bunch of uh, kol uh item redemption cards inside arcade machines and pinball (laughs) machines thus encouraging (laughs) kol player attendees of zapcon to take apart all of the machines someone um someone solved a long-standing uh thing Oh, yeah. Today. How old was that? That was like a nine-month puzzle? I don't remember. It was an Avatar challenge path item. Yeah, so. the cartouche. But that was, yeah, that was from the beginning of the year. February is when... Okay. February is when Avatar paths happen. Right. I am excited to have the next Avatar path decided on. Yep. Because that's the next path, too. And yep. it's in February. It's a long way off. Sure. <laughs> it seems sooner. It's seems, not seems, as long. Not as long as it thinks. But it... It is basically just a bunch of skills, sure. and that... That's what that's what avatars yeah. tend um, to be, right? It depends. I mean, well, sometimes yeah. it's more... I mean, that's what Boris was. Boris was just yeah. a bunch of skills, and then a bunch of, like, the Clancy stuff kind of came in there as... Uh, you know, and we'll have to figure out for the West of Loathing path, like, what the... What additional content is going to be necessary. There might, you know... We might need to put in a set of little zones or something. We could just reopen the Wild West level of the Twitch Tower. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, somebody solved the cartouche puzzle. Was yeah. that the was that the thing that that you said it was at the point where someone would need to use a computer to solve it, or was that a different thing? Yes. <clears throat> no, that, you've that got to get some better internet. Uh, it was in fact that, and they in fact did use a bunch of computing power to solve it. So, really, like hmm. a bunch of compute? Like, did they did they set up a worm net? Uh, they didn't. They just wrote a really good algorithm, which is just as good, right? That's so all. you're saying they used a bunch of like the good old fashioned elbow grease style computing power of the human brain. Sure. It's exciting. Uh, now we just need to uh, roll out the enhancement that it unlocks. <laughs> yep. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Will uh, you. Uh... Uh, will you make a post somewhere explaining how it worked if they do not, or did they? Yeah, um, they have not yet, to my knowledge. But uh, but 
I, maybe I'll just let them do it because I feel like that is more yeah, that's, exciting. That's more. And as you guys get this explained to you, I want you to know Hot Stuff's original idea <laughs> was for the, the, the hieroglyphs not to represent Roman letters, but to represent sounds. Oh, yeah, it was going to be phonetic. <laughs> which, like... Zach made me back off on that, and I'm glad he did. It would have been double impossible to solve. It's, it's actually so kind of impossible. an interesting idea to do a cipher that instead of translating into Roman characters, translates into, like, Japanese katakana or something. Hmm. I mean, in the sense that those are all just two letters, then I'm fine with that. In the sense of it of actually doing it phonetically, I feel like that just renders it unsolvable. It would be rough given how scrambled we pre- we gave everything to the players. But if you just had a straight up cryptogram that was phonetic, that might be doable. How, how? Like, how would you even, how would you try to find your way into that? I mean, if, if you have an ordered cryptogram, you, you're always looking for, um, English letter frequency kind of stuff first, right? And so you would probably look for, the same kind of thing. There's got to be the same kind of thing phonetically, right? It's just that data is way less explored. So, but I'm sure that people have thought about it. What are the most common sounds in English? I'm really curious if I just made you a puzzle where it was a cryptogram, but the letters represented arbitrary, like phonemes, mm-hmm. if you would ever be able to solve it. A straight up cryptogram. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We might have to put this to the test. I might have to make well, you a but, puzzle. But depends, now, depends on how the long next is, time right? you give him a page full of random characters, he's going to go, oh, this is that phonetic puzzle. Uh, right. But I'm saying, even knowing that, I still think it's impossible. Oh, okay. The reason that, that like, people even thought that, that maybe that's what it was because it's a hieroglyph, right? Like, because hmm. the. Cartouche, like the not the cartouches, hieroglyphs are, are phonetic, right? Like that's that's why I originally went that direction because it's clued in by the theme of the puzzle. Uh, well, that that seems fair. Wait, I mean it, that I think would have been fine, except yeah. for the fact that I shuffled everything, mm, right? In in an extreme way that really did require computing power. Which solving that plus the yeah, that would be the phonetic thing would have been brutal. Well, congratulations to who? Clopidion. Clopidion. Yeah. Good. Well done. Yeah. Buddy. Uh, now what else is there? Everybody, people solved the last thing you did, right? The the more recent one? Yeah. That was the... Uh, I forget where that came from. Yeah, me too. You had to go talk to Grandpa about something? You, you Three times. Okay. Oh, yeah. Shit. That came from the what deck. It, what, that was the spade puzzle. The deck, the deck. yes. Ah, uh, okay, right. You get a certain number of characters from the spades. Okay, and then it gave you that talking spade. Uh, Elfin <coughs> wrote, Are you planning to do any kind of open beta for West of Loathing? I would be eager to sign up. Um, I don't know. I mean, open beta kind of implies you let anybody in. We'll, cer- we'll certainly have beta testers, and I think that pulling some of them from the KOL community makes a tremendous amount of sense. Um we will um we'll, we'll get to figure we'll, that out yeah it's, when we get to that point, it's a it's, long it's way, a way away from being ready to really <laughs> let i mean because 
you know, you could basically do everything there was to do in the existing, in what of it exists now in like four minutes, five minutes. Which right? uh, we let people do at yeah, JWellCon. We did. People seemed to like it. People were uh, overwhelmingly put off by the the any amount of text <laughs> presented to them. <laughs> so Which is that's going to be strange considering for us. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was um, just, just I think it's just a matter of finding the right way to to do it. Well, and also I think you you're given that, you know, that was like the feedback that Jim had was just nope, 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 nope and just immediately started skipping through text because it was the first interactive thing that was presented to you. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that just needs to not be the case. Although it it does bode really poorly for the kind of skills that we have. <laughs> I think we just like 80 days is doing super well and it is a game all about reading. So, it's not that it's not that people don't crave that kind of experience. Yeah. We just need to figure out how to mesh it with the other. Yeah, how to present it in a way that doesn't make it seem like homework. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know, man. Yeah. All of your, uh, everything is just going to be little pictures. Like uh, all, it's all rebus with a rebus. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. We need to make a procedural rebus generator. A procebus is what we'll call it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Pane says, ah, hot stuff. What's do these words have in common? <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> ah, Glebes. That was good. It was good. I'm so proud of you, Mike. <laughs> it's... Hey, it's me again, says Pane. Today is my 10-year KOL anniversary. Wow, can't believe it's been that long. I had a couple long breaks, but I still love the game. I discovered it completely randomly through a link on someone's live journal. I created a character, a disco bandit, started playing it and was hooked. I joined a clan of other players from Norway and found out that my clan leader went to the same university as me. We met for coffee, got to know each other, and now we are married. Oh, wow. Been married for five years this year. I've talked about this before, but I wanted to type it all out in case you want to use it for a testimonial. Oh, and we have two kids. Haha, <laughs> KOL babies. Whoa. Uh, oh, and P.S. I've been enjoying the current challenge path. I'm finishing up my Ph.D. dissertation, and this path has made it so I can enjoy KOL as a coffee break game without spending too much time on it, but still feel like I'm getting stuff done, collecting karma. Cheers, Panay. Well, thanks a lot, Panay. I feel like the the grad school market is where we really shine. <laughs> People that are, like, trying to avoid getting their uh, graduate degrees play a lot of KOL. That is true. Zen00 says, since there's no winter path... How about just setting all paths as being back in season, perhaps with no item restrictions? No, the whole point of challenge paths is that they're, they can go away. Like, they're things that we don't support. Yeah, have to support anymore. And if we, if we bring everything back into season, what does a season even mean, man? We like living places where there are seasons. No, we don't. No, yeah, we really don't. There, uh, it's rainy and gross yep. and damp today. It matched my, my health state just gross are you rainy is it raining inside it's your raining senses? inside my my body gross man gross yeah uh hey guys says industrial punk you recently said you didn't want to do a live development stream next time if slash when the twitching tower opens uh would you be open to doing some other kind of stream maybe a live podcast slash q a slash shooting the shit kind of thing feels extra special to have something live happening while the tower is available and everyone is on at the same time um that is not a bad idea just doing like a just a kind of Q&A in the chat. Yeah, like a Hangout kind of thing. Not literally a Google Hangout, but... Because we'd be like, is there anything that you guys would like to see how it works or whatever, right? And just, like, do Q&A with people being able to see over my shoulder. You could, like, show off your double-jointedness. I don't have that, though. 
you could show off your, your lack uh, of double sweet biceps. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to see how I can crush a can on my forehead with Observe my biceps? The tickets to this gun show. Yeah. 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 Uh, perhaps a vet will be watching the screen because these yeah. pythons are sick. Yep. Uh, what else? What else can we demonstrate? I don't. I don't really get your gag here, so I don't know how to help. <laughs> you just, you know, there's, people will have questions about how things work. You can just, it can just be a, like any kind of oh, like a tumbler lock, like a pin, like a pin and tumbler. Yeah, yeah. We could, okay, we could show you how to here. Pick I'll a lock. Google this GIF of how a pin and tumbler <laughs> lock works, and then play it for you on the stream. Uh, what about a what about a a, a V eight combustion engine? Here, I'll Google a GIF <laughs> of how a V eight combustion engine works. What about uh, how does a machine that makes like uh, shell pasta? Work? <laughs> what about how do GIFs work? Here, I'll I'll Google a GIF about GIFs. Oh, do those exist? That might that sounds like something that might explode or turn your computer inside out. GIFs, GIFs, GIFs. You know, it'd be neat to show people the West of Loathing tools. Okay. Because they're cool, cool tools. That's true. Um, also, continues Industrial Punk, if you do decide to make the tower come back some other way, how about allowing access anytime with the twitching tool belt equipped? You could add a turn tax like the C, since everybody knows that time twitching tool belts have their limitations. People really didn't like that turn tax, though. It's true. P.S. Con was great, and West of Loathing is looking amazing. I can't wait to play it. Ah, well, thank you. Thanks, Industrial Punk. Industrial Punk is a nice guy. They were there with his kid, and uh, the kid was well-behaved. Yeah, there were some cute kid antics when the pretentious artist brought his kid around. Some kids were running around. Industrial Punk's kid seemed kind of shy. Yeah. And Cora was kind of scared. Aw. Well, because it was a room full of loud, like... She was scared for like five minutes, and then she was running around, like, hugging hugging people and stuff. Oh, yeah? It It was really cute. Well, good. Uh, Zen Zero Zero says, maybe instead of a Crimbo event, there should be a Crimbo Ascension Path. That is not... Crimbo Ascension Path? That is not a terrible idea. <clears throat> if, if the Crimbo event was just a little challenge path where you were Christmas dwarf. No, you're a tree. Oh, you're a so you ficus. click to... You are a ficus. Dance <laughs> You have to level up. You have to level up until you can wear ornaments... And be like you have to save Crimbo by being high enough level that you can you okay can be, be the like, Crimbo tree Crimbo that tree. Gotham deserves. Yeah, the, so it w- it'd be like the Deep Space Nine of challenge paths, where it's like, uh, here comes something. <laughs> That's the plot of every episode and every adventure is like a click, and then like, hey, what's maybe something's gonna walk over here and do something. Oh, I see. Maybe because something interesting will happen really nearby. Station. Yeah. I see. Like, because I get you're that. a tree. So I you just see. have to wait for something interesting to come to you. Oh, no. I mean, you could you could always advance upon Macbeth. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> you could. You could come to Dunsinane a little bit at a time. Um, good. Uh, Zen Zero Zero says, All the other zones in the Spooky Raven second floor except the gallery start with a B. Why not swap the gallery with the billiards room to make it even? Then the entire floor can hate you. Uh, why not make the gallery into a ballery by uh, <laughs> replacing all of the exhibits with Robert oh, Mapplethorpe photographs? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I, you know, sometimes I wonder if other people... I don't think I've ever seen a Robert Mapplethorpe photograph 
but oh really it was just one of the first like art scandals that i was aware of as a kid and so it like because the national endowments for the arts funded gay male photography yeah i see and so i mean so it was just like you know made it was the in the news 80s and yeah, made the news in the I, 80s yeah, and everybody was real mad about it and it was a thing where i started to realize that republicans were stupid and <laughs> like i don't know well I, there you go you just alienated half of our listener base <laughs> Republicans aren't stupid. Just uh, people who are conservative about sex and art. I think I disagree with them. I don't know what sex is, but is what, I know I know what I'm having it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to define a boner, but I was uh, I was editing the dictionary this morning for Master Swords, and the definition for balls, instead of falling back to the definition for ball like it was supposed to just had a single word definition that was nonsense. (laughs) Literally the word nonsense. And what was the other one? It was like luster, L-U-S-T-R-E, noun, luster, luster, luster. Yeah, that that one was only luster, luster, and then mold. The British spelling of mold, M-O-U-L-D, was noun, mold, mold, mold. (laughs) That's awesome. When you have three times as much mold, you spell it different. And, and, uh, the the programmer for the game was like yeah you should you should check out this like commercial dictionary online and i did and it's like they licensed the same dictionary and it that's that's what the definition looks like for them it's just mold 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 and i'm like oh my god what is wrong with this dictionary hmm. it's like if you ask hamlet many years later like he had a, he yeah. had a book that Ophelia had taken with her when she drowned herself, and then it was down at the bottom of the river for a really long time. And then somebody was like, "Hey, Hamlet, what you reading?" And he just said, "Mold, mold, mold." Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is pretty good. We're getting a lot of Shakespeare jokes yeah. into, into one episode of this podcast. Um. Uh, Digitrev says, hello, Roth Juck and Hit Stiff. It's that time of year again. It's spooky name time. I'm going to blatantly ask for a spooky name. I hope it's as good as Damned Fish. It's not even October yet. He's asking yeah, we... for a a spooky Spookloween name. I see. Spookloween being the spooky Spookloween name for Spookloween. I, I think you need to... I think you need to start that hashtag on Twitter so it can start trending now. Spookloween. I don't. I keep spelling it inconsistently. I think. <laughs> no, I think you. I think you. you what? Because you do e i instead of i e. Well, that's spookloweener, <laughs> right? But that's spookloween. No, is it? So is it? Is it? Sp- I, so I think it has to be s p o o k l o w e e n. Yeah. How yeah. else would it be? Well, s p o o k e l w e e n. Spookloween. No, I think that's. That looks better as a word, no. but it looks less like Halloween. Spookloween. I think, mm. guys, this is not this is not an open and shut book. This is not a case closed. <laughs> the cover of the book that says Spookloween is the only one that people are going to pick up. I don't understand. Spookloween. Do you think they're going to judge? Yeah, a book by its cover. Exactly. They're going to judge a book by whether there are typos in its title. I think that's actually probably an okay yeah. way to judge a book. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge a book by the quality of its prose. Uh, As for an actual question, how's the Crimbo content coming along? There's only two months left, and I'm looking forward to getting some old Crimbotrophies. Crimbotrophies. Uh, We haven't started on it yet. Uh, Big surprise. I'm going to make Riff do it this year. No. What? 
Does Riff know that? Did Riff know that? No, Riff didn't know that until just now. Dun dun dun. No, I don't even know. It's Spookloween Krumboween. I know. That's what you. Do you think? Do you think Ween gets gets paid every time somebody says something? A Ween? No, I don't think so. They broke up. They don't get paid for anything anymore. Wait, so you dissolve and you don't get any money? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, everything dissolves eventually, including money. <laughs> Look upon it and despair. There's just like a handful of loose change in the desert. And I went up, whoa, almost all this money dissolved. Uh-huh. That's... <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, Zen00 says, Is there a quest clue for the Lights Out quest in Spooky Raven? If not, might I suggest putting one like the half a memo in one of the library non-combat choices? No, that's meant to be an out-of-the-way thing that you just, like, seems like maybe it's just weird spooky flavor, but then there's, a like, a hidden thing in there that you can do. Like, I don't want to clue it because I want it to be mysterious, because I want it to be a thing that people are, like, feel cool about themselves when they find it. It's like so out of the way and requires you to do so many weird things in a specific order and like read really carefully. And we have comparatively few things like that anymore that like really want you to get details out of the text in order to figure out what to do next. And uh, yeah, I like it the way it is. Let's see... Shui says, Hi, Jick. Why is the potted tea tree more optimal for community service than the shrine to the barrel god? Seems unfortunate for those who couldn't make it to KOLCon. Shui. Yeah, boy, uh, Hardcore is really annoyed about the tea tree. I mean, it wasn't specifically designed that way per se. Like, no. it just. No, it wasn't. I mean, I honestly, when they were talking about it, and when you were talking about what we should be doing with today's item of the month, I kind of forgot that community service was the current challenge path. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the horse is already out of the barn on con items being optimal, right? Like everything interesting is optimal for something because the only way that things can be interesting in this game is by being optimal for something. And if it's not, I mean, the problem with con items is people will buy them no matter what they are. Right. So I want to make sure that they're not disappointing. I want to make sure that they're useful. I want to make sure that they're cool and fun. And that just is like having, having such a limited window of time to acquire one. Is. You know, maybe what we do is next year, around the time of KOLCon, we just say, hey, we're doing a virtual KOLCon. Here's a Twitch stream of watching me play craps, and uh, in Mr. Store is all of the old con items you for, can, for three days. You can eat a pasty. Yeah. You I'll can. have to get one. We can go back to Arizona for this. <laughs> Defeating the entire purpose yeah. of everything. I, I mean, I think that... The, players have been talking about maybe having their like holding some event next year in lieu of an official KOL con like having some sort of you know more westerly right convention to to counterpoint with Columbus that's like a player run thing oh like just encourage players to do some event and that we'll yeah. show up to yeah hmm no, I, I'm, I think they are already. They were already thinking about it when when you started to like intimate this. Like mm-hmm. people approached me at Con and say, "Hey, we we will totally do this." Huh? 
So I I don't I like think that there will be I think there will be a gathering next year. It just won't be an official KOL con. It will be like Port Port Lacan or something, you know. Con the Port. Pepe La Port Lacan. Leo La Portland. Leo La Portland Con, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Quintavirus says, in my very long quest to create a multi with an exact account ID, I've noticed that KOL seems to get around 300 new accounts a day, a rate that definitely went up the day Reddit really discovered us. I'm curious, though, where all does KOL advertise? 300 a day seems like a pretty big number to us, even considering Reddit and multi-making. Um, it used to be 1,000 a it day. It used to be 1,000 a day, and it was for years and years, and nowhere, right? Yep. It It is... Well, that is not true. Like, recently, we've been messing around with some Facebook ads, and that has... That has resulted in a bump in concurrency, but not a very significant bump in account signups, which is which makes sense because it is not it was not targeting non-players. It was targeting old, old players, players. Yeah. right? The whole point of the ad campaign that we did that was like really successful. It was really great. And like it really was like a 10 percent increase in concurrency, like started exactly when that ad started running and is still up. Um it doesn't like look like it from moment to moment looking at the looking at the front page, but like if you look at the number of accounts that get logged into per day. Um, every once in a while there will be something where like today we got mentioned in a Reddit thread that bounced to the top of the like ask Reddit subreddit and got like a few thousand referrals from there, which resulted in like maybe another thousand account signups. So basically I made KOL. It started just sort of bouncing around, and what what's weird is how consistent the number of signups is. Didn't you like mention it in a? I mentioned it on like one forum for one other Legend online of the Red game. Dragon got a few hundred people playing it, and then it just sort of grew from there. <clears throat> and we were getting about a hundred account signups a day until there got to be a something awful thread about it in the games forum. Then that popped it up to a thousand accounts a day, where it stayed for six or seven years, um, and then it has slowly dwindled back down to like 300 now it went up some when we made character creation easier um but not a whole lot not as much as i was sort of hoping um that graph now is just fucked by coerty having put us on a thing that hit the actual front page of reddit and got like mm. thirty-five thousand accounts signed up in one day um i probably ought to just change that number and just we know when we look at that that that's where this happened but not have it be 10 times the height of the next highest thing in the line graph. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, the things that happen organically and I honestly, like we made that <coughs> Facebook ad happen on purpose, but the, the extent to which people shared it voluntarily was orders of magnitude. Well, it was, I think it was like nine to one more effective. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Orders of magnitude, like one, one. minus point one orders of magnitude. Yeah. And it, a ninefold increase is not 0.9 orders of magnitude, right? Because it's like log. This doesn't it depends on what base. It depends on what your base you're talking. In binary, it was several orders of magnitude. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, it's it's we have weirdly little control. Hmm. Over it. You know, we there was a pretty significant increase in account signups after the first time we exhibited at Comic Con, and that lasted a few months but then there was never another bump of any real significance oh, after, after any other comic con comic cons um 
Yeah, that was that's you know, so weird because we, we were in we were in the middle of nowhere. Although we had you know the freebie table thing, maybe. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, we had the booth was interesting. Like the the Lego sign was cool looking. The yeah. the TV had funny stuff on it. The, and we were but near that like was true. Penny Arcade and and the other stuff that we weren't though that. F- First, oh, not, year. not the, the first, first year. Oh, okay. The, yeah, first, the first year we were, we were over, by over the in like Silver the Golden Age, Age Pavilion or whatever, yeah. with all the with all the old men getting mad because more people wanted to talk to us than see their Donald Duck animation stills. I mean, I would just I was more interested in the Donald Duck stills. We were always across from Studio Foglio. Yeah, and every year I would say, "All we are is Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Studio Foglio." <laughs> and uh, Mr. Scullhead would laugh. That would happen every single year. Good, good. Um, so there's Radio Gaga and Lady Gaga, Kaja Gugu, Kaja Foglio. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh. This is, huh? Yep. So we just need Kaja Gaga. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How long can KOL go on? Says Zeta. More or less indefinitely. I don't know. It depends on whether we move to the Claude. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason that it would ever need to stop going forward. Yeah, I mean, it might, you know, we might stop working on it next you think? week. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> going to Mexico. Taking your ball and going home. I'm not really going to Mexico. General Herpes says more ways to interact with other players. And that's funny. I was just thinking I needed to quarantine that guy. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm so I'm like I'm I'm barely here. Uh Timely King Lear reference. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were just saying timely King Lear reference. Yes. Okay. Is that because they said that in King Lear? (laughs) No. He goes. He goes crazy though, and should have been quarantined. So (laughs) there you go. Okay. The end. Because he was he spreading STDs on the Mm. island. I mean, he probably had syphilis, right? Yeah. Probably Romeo and Juliet had herpes. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think that's likely. They did they ever. I, well, I mean, so Romeo would have had to have acquired it from there's somewhere no else. There's no Balm in Gilead nor Valtrex in Verona. She was all, she was all like virtuous, theoretically, right? And he was a player. I mean, they're all players; they're actors. Right? Oh, they fret and strut. Yeah. Um, Mr. Theft says, hi, I've been wondering something for a while now. What would you say are your favorite Mr. Store items? Like the ones that you would use slash tinker with more than the rest. I feel like this comes up every once in a while and I can never remember. I enjoyed making the games for the arcade, but I would not say that like the program is my favorite Mr. Store item. Like Brickos are pretty great. Yeah. Brickos were fun. That was, we made those on our first trip to San Francisco. In between playing a bunch of Creeper World. Yeah. What items of the month do you like, Riff? Hmm. Just make one up, Riff. Make up a pretend item of the month right now. <laughs> oh, and then we'll have something to do for next month. <laughs> uh, I have a certain fondness for the uh, Feather Boa, because that was the first one I ever made. 
but I don't know if I would say that it's my favorite. Make one up. Oh, you, you seriously want me to make one up, huh? Well, the, well this is going to be a November's item, so. The, um, uh, oh, no, there's already a monster that's that. Um, the, Riff. What, uh, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> dang. The hesitating fan. The, the, the telephone of. Okay. Chewing gum. There you go. Are you just looking around your apartment? Maybe. <laughs> the lamp of cereal box bed. <laughs> when uh, we, we put Riff up at my house in Arizona and he couldn't sleep until we bought a bunch of empty cereal boxes to pile up in the bed next to him. I also had to MacGyver your ceiling fan. MacGyver? How come? Because the switch on the side that controls which direction it uh, it rotates has a short in it or something that requires it to be pressed to the side or it doesn't spin at all. But I happen to have a hair tie that was just the right length to loop around that switch and one of the screws in the base to hold it to the side so that it would spin. Gosh. Thank you. Did you leave it there? Yeah. Okay, you didn't take it with you. Because no, you that would that hair. would be that would be mean. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for thanks for fixing my house. Yeah, no problem. Just in, just in time for uh, you have to cut through part of your ceiling to fix yet another leakiness. <sighs> yep. The toilet upstairs decided that that would be a good week to have some sort of gasket disintegrate. Mm. A catastrophic failure of the rubber. Bit. Honestly, that was a good week for it, comparatively. Well, sure, but I mean, I've been turning off the water when I'm not there, so it wouldn't have happened. Sure. Right? It would have drained out the amount of water that was in the tank and then been fine. It might have, it probably did do that while I was gone. And then when I turned it back on hmm. is when it became a problem again. Um, 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 hey, Jick, Jiff, and Jeff says Glad Mallet. I just realized that the item image for the elemental powders is a bunch of different dots from the item image for the disease and a few other things. How many different pictures of nondescript particles have you had to draw for the game? You know, I do reuse that disease one a lot. Mm. There's uh, a cloud of whiskers. Yeah. It's different. It's like little sticks, kind yeah. of. There's, I have a hard time drawing things like a pile of stuff. Yeah. Right, because it's like not. You make me do all the art for the uh, toilet paper, ho like houses and stuff like that. That's just because you can. Okay. Sure. Um, and I wasn't sure because you did it the first time. It. I mean, I feel like I could draw a thing with toilet paper on it. Like I drew that, a tree with toilet paper on it. That's entirely for true. The shivering timbers. Still my, the best name. Still the best thing. <laughs> that's that was the best. That was my favorite month. item of the month. Yeah, the shivering timbers. Mm -mm. Florin also suggests the Avatar of Uncle Crimbo path. That would be an interesting thing to think about for next year. I don't, I don't know about it now, but just like during the month of December, like you just get to be Uncle Crimbo. <laughs> you have to give away all of your items. <laughs> yes, wow. you start with everything, and you can't ascend until you have nothing. And people are giving you stuff constantly because yes. everybody else is also sending that path. Right, it's a competitive challenge path. Yeah, it's pretty good. You guys, this is going to work. The PvP challenge path. 
Uh, Spirit Gum Ballsack Lunch says, the character limit on account <laughs> names is 30. Yes, good. Somebody <laughs> did it without spaces, and somebody did it with spaces. Oh, there's two of them? Yep. Wow. Yep, it's pretty good. Uh, Zen Zero Zero says, you seem to have filled every other holiday with wandering mobs. When are you going to get around to the last few of them, like Valentine's Day? What would even be wandering monsters for Valentine's Day? Uh, things that cause massacres. Depressed yeah. single people. Uh, bleeding hearts. Cherubs. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Cherubs. Yeah. yeah. Shooting people with Shooting arrows. With arrows, yeah. Have we really established... We've had angels in yeah. KOL in the badger content. And you know, there's... Aren't there, like, angels in... Valhalla. No, I don't think so. There's just like that. There's Germery and there's, there's Minnie Pearl. Guys, She's like yeah. a ghost. They're mostly just ghosts. After Afterlife Al. Um, there's angels in that outfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Although I think they're ghosts. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Uh, in, the, in the overgrown lot. I mean, I ghosts and angels are basically the same thing. Yeah, we had a long discussion about this on in an episode of Advice Hot Dog that hasn't been uh, published. Oh, did yet. you really? Yeah, but what what angels were and how they how the elements of their swords got chosen? Okay, because <laughs> definitely one of them had a fire sword. Yeah, at wasn't some that point. Gabriel? Yeah, uh, I think he says it's pronounced Jabriel. Okay, <laughs> but what about the guy who made him? Mm. Jod. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh. Can't wait for the movie version of that by Goss Whedon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kind of uh, scrolling back through yeah. time. Javon says, can you please do a podcast where you just make up questions? When you did it on the last show, it was one of the funniest things ever. Thanks for the great game. I don't know if I agree with you that that was one of the funniest <laughs> things ever, having, having been there for it. <laughs> um. Riff, have you ever, did you ever do any improv acting classes? Uh, in all of your educational history? Like, one, yeah. You won one? Yeah. Yes, and uh, my prize was not having to take any more of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, you can sort of win everything that you quit, if, <laughs> if you think about it that way. Yeah, that's true. Just rephrase your goals, and everything is much simpler. You know... You're funny, Riff, which means <laughs> you can come up with stuff yes, quickly. Yes, I, I just, I just need to. Uh, I, I feel like once you without, realize that without you're... the pressure, I need to be able to write down a sentence and then stare at it for a while and then change a couple words. <laughs> but you don't. You make funny jokes in real time all the time. Yeah, but when not not as funny as the jokes I make when I'm writing. Okay, that might be true, but it's not like it's like once you once you become aware that you're supposed to be thinking of something funny, then it becomes yeah. I just choke. You. Yeah, you got to stop. Uh, Riff, you got to stop. You got to uh, stop. Cho- I mean, I'm I'm terrible at it too. Maybe that's why we're such buddies. <laughs> at trivia last night, there was a guy that kind of looked like you, and oh, I was, it always makes me sad. Was it Jim? <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
No, but my girlfriend always says, you see Riff everywhere because you miss him so much. Because I'm always pointing out people that kind of look like Riff. I'm like, that guy looks like Riff, only taller. That guy <laughs> looks like Riff, only way fatter or whatever. Like, you know, it's like, it's just a constant thing. It could just do be they all wear like hats? everybody. I, I mean, yeah, I do have kind of no, like... No, not a single one of them wears a fucking hat, Kevin. Ah, <laughs> see, there you go. That's how I'm different. I'm a hat wearing mm-hmm. gentleman. The, uh, I mean, I do kind of have this sort of stereotypical geek look with the ponytail and the beard and the glasses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess. There aren't a lot of people at KOLCon that look like you. Mm, that's true. Hot Stuff doesn't look like you. That's <laughs> just because I've got the, these glasses. I think if I took them off, I'd look exactly like Oh, that guy looks like Riff, except more like Kevin. <laughs> that's Kevin. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> you have a very specific form of face blindness where just everyone looks like me. <laughs> yep. Zen00 says, do you plan on performing any community service at the con? Did we do anything that you might consider to be community service? No. We sold a lot of shirts to people. We. You came up with an ingenious plan for getting rid of Bone Star shirts. That's true. Oh, we didn't actually put them up for sale, did we? Um. Because my plan was to just sell all the misprint Bone Star shirts for $5 each, and then after con, throw the rest of them in the dumpster, <laughs> where people could buy them for free instead of $5. We uh, we use them as packing material. Yeah, oh. if you bought glassware, you got it packed in a Bone Star shirt for free. Yep, it was a it was a way to exploit the system to get more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no idea how much stuff we got rid of, but I think it was not a lot. No, it was I not. carried basically everything back. Why did I put it back in the shed? I should have just put it in the garbage. No, we shouldn't put it in the garbage. We should give it to Goodwill, or we should give it away. We're we are probably. I'm I'm. My fingers are crossed. We are probably launching the store next week. So you know, having some old stock that we can potentially send them, depending on how well that does, will be good. Yeah, I mean, we already sent them some <clears throat> stickers, right? Yep. Did you mail that? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I do hope that opens soon although then if they do sell stuff i feel like they'll just never get around to sending us a check hey you know everything about them takes six months it it's fine i i no i, I don't care i, have I mean nothing it's... but sympathy for them being overwhelmed like it's it's basically the two of them and they, they just had their own convention i don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. there was Topatocon. a Topatocon. um there are a bunch of cool artists there selling their wares oh yeah like cool uh well, I was thinking of uh, Spike. The did you you didn't see any of the people at XOXO who talked? Did you? No. There's a cool comic artist who draws cool comics, and she she was she gave a talk at XOXO, and she was at Topatica. What's her name? Spike. Spike what? I Spike Lee. No. Ang Spike Jones. Ang Band. Yes, it's Spike Band. Yes. <clears throat> you got any last Shakespeare references before we go get sushi? Uh, Coriolanus. <laughs> the end. Make a hamburger out of farts. Good night. Riff. I said good night. I was Coriolanus, and then the end. That was that was meant to be the joke, but Cor- Coriolanus. I don't get it. 
Does, Never mind. Is that when your butt spins around the opposite way when you're in Australia? Sure. Yes. Huh. The opposite way from what? <laughs> With from how spins. it normally spins. <laughs> okay. I I understood perfectly. Your own joke. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Good night. I stopped recording like half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs>